up y'all it's your boy <laughs> the one and only a switch aka the taco meat tyrant you see it you see it <laughs> you see it <laughs> aka uh do some strange for a switch buck and some change AKA the undisputed, uncontested social distancing champion. AKA the Nicolette Master. <laughs> Bringing you yet another episode of Switch's Sights, episode 100. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's uh it's been a very fun road, not gonna lie. Uh it's been a very uh fun journey overall. Um learned a lot, uh grew a lot in terms of this whole yeah, pretty much expansive journey of I mean, uh getting the podcast off the ground in terms of just figuring out how technically to do it and um get it spread out in terms of the various platforms um yeah it was a very very uh intricate ordeal to say the least but uh at least after a while after getting a good workflow and rhythm um it just it 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 pretty much was clockwork after that which um is very i guess somewhat refreshing where it's kind of like you established a consistent workflow. So very happy for that. Uh, very happy to have made it to a hundred episodes. Um, I'm not going to stop though. <laughs> I'm not going to stop. It don't stop here. You got to keep going. You just got to keep, <laughs> you just got to keep going. I feel like a motiv- motivational speaker without the motivation. <laughs> People confused. Like I, I think I, I, think I'm motivated. Maybe. I think I might. I think I can do it. <laughs> uh man. Either way, uh man, what has been happening in the world? Well, of course, you know, uh black people can't can't have peace. I'll just say it at that, cause it's just exhausting at this point. Just you can't even walk in a neighborhood that you live in without getting bothered. You could be a vet that, uh, fought for this country and still, still get disrespected and, you know, mistreated greatly. What is people can't win. Black people can't win apparently. So it is what it is. Um, but yeah, outside of that, um, oh uh, yeah, freaking, uh, it's crazy, man. Yeah. Not even going to touch it. Not even going to touch it. But outside of that, um, freaking, <laughs> uh, usher, usher out here trying to give people, <laughs> trying to give people, uh, fake money or, or my bad usher books or, is it Ush Bucks? 
Usher, Usher Bucks, Ush Bucks, Ush Bucks sounds has a better ring to it. But <laughs> so the story apparently is that, uh, you know, uh, singer, performer, uh, Usher Raymond, uh, was, uh, out, out in a strip club, uh, throwing, throwing them bands, um, <laughs> left the club, come to find out like, uh, the stripper, uh, or strippers were, were, uh, finding all this money, but <laughs> it is horrible. <laughs> they, uh, you know, picking up all their money after, uh, you know, showing out and then come to find out. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just looking like people, people looking at the money. Like, is it, is this, uh, is this, is that Usher? <laughs> Is that Usher? <laughs> Horrible. Yeah, yeah, danger. You know it. You know it. Um, <laughs> is that Usher? <laughs> I thought that's supposed to be uh. <laughs> that I thought that was supposed to be Thomas Jefferson. I don't. Uh, this doesn't look right. <laughs> They try to put it in, uh, try to buy something from the store. Uh, I'm sorry. <sighs> Damn it, Usher. <laughs> you did it again. Uh, yeah, Usher. I I think his reasoning was that he wanted to, um, he was, he, he was trying to promote something or whatever, but I'm like, yeah, that's not the, it's not the, it's not the way to do it. Yeah, you probably shouldn't go to an establishment where, they need currency to live and their main reasoning for being there is to presumably do that, but you pay them in money. They can't <laughs> from. unless we're all stupid and usher, uh, uh, low key, um, you know, went through the whole process to officiate his own official currency within the United States treasury department or whatever. IRS. I don't know. I don't know, but <laughs> Ah, uh, that man, that threw me for a loop. I'm not going to lie. Anyway, uh, outside of that, um, man, from a real world standpoint, a uh, gaming world specifically, I mean, uh, boy, oh boy, some very interesting, uh, news that came out this week. Most notably Resident Evil showcase, of course, the PS five update as well. Um, so yeah, we got a lot to get into, uh, and without further ado, let's stop the dilly dally and get right into it. Um, let's see, get my, get my time code, get my time code. So resident evil showcase, um, pretty great I have to say with maybe some unrealistic caveats here and there but outside of that I think it's pretty good it was pretty good so first off we got the uh the fourth trailer for um Resident Evil Village um <laughs> uh a couple takeaways from the trailer uh one uh I think it's pretty is pretty damn apparent they are really embracing Lady Dimitrescu. 
I may be pronouncing that wrong because I think uh, the host, I think Brittany Bombacker, uh, the host of that event or the showcase overall, she announced it very differently where it's like some unique French pronunciation of it where it totally doesn't sound like what I said. So I'm going to just say Dimitrescu because I don't know any better. Well, I kind of do, but I, I'm being ignorant of knowing better in terms of pronouncing her name. So I apologize in advance for that. But um, yeah, she seems, uh, yeah, they're, they're definitely, <laughs> it's apparent Capcom knows what they're doing. It's, it's a lot of uh, very uh, interesting um, still shots you can take, uh, which I think they also knew as well. Like, you know, just fueling the internet and with memes and just going off. Cause you know, it's, it, it, it's, it's apparent at this point that, um, Capcom is having a field day with lady Dimitrescu. Are they going to give us what we want? Are we going to get a full blown, you know, uh, X rated, uh, Ethan Dimitrescu scene? Probably Capcom's like, Hey, <laughs> you thought we was playing. No, no, we're going there. <laughs> we're going there. You guys wanted it. Didn't you? You guys wanted it, did you? Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on. I'm not ready. I'm sorry. <laughs> Wait a minute. No. Um. So yeah, the trailer's pretty good. Uh, definitely a lot of questions to be uh to be asked. It, it seems to show um a lot of the you know main bosses slash characters whatever. It seems they they seem to be a whole family, uh, and you have to kind of somewhat roughly similar to RE4, but it seems to even grander scale now, but, um, we'll see. We'll see. Um, I don't know from all the, the additional environments we didn't see before with this trailer, it seems like they are definitely showing a, Hmm. They're showing uh, this game to be maybe even way bigger than uh, I think we are anticipating because I'm at least from what they're showing, it feels way more, I don't know, elaborate than anything that uh, we're going to get a lot of uh, content that um, mm, I don't know. I think we're going to get like this might be I feel like this might be even way longer than um. Resident Evil four, which I felt like even if, if you take your time, it's like 25 hours or whatever, but you know, oh, she bad. <laughs> That's a given. She bad. She is bad. Let's, 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 let's be clear. <laughs> I mean, she might turn into something very fugly that, you know, I'm not attracted to, but at least, um, for the time being, I'll have in my head that, you know, it's something that she is a pleasure to look at, hopefully, but I digress. Um, so yeah. Um, was there anything else that they showed notably? Um, they showed a little bit more Chris and Ethan at uh towards the end because I mean it's a probably given that they meet back up. <laughs> the disrespect that Chris just. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I, I feel kind of bad for Ethan to be honest. Like, it. I mean, going from the trailers, you go, you barge in the break in the 
you know, a man's house, uh, put five bullets in his wife, <laughs> take, take his baby. Yeah. You might be, um, you might be, uh, might be a little bad blood, uh, when you put it that way. So, <laughs> oh, that was so disrespectful in retrospect. Now thinking about it. <laughs> came in um came in a man's house shot his wife five times and took his baby i mean i mean if you ain't if you ain't mad after that i don't know you ain't you ain't living i don't know uh but disrespect man <laughs> i forgot um before the event i think last before some sometime over last weekend they um they were uh what was it it was um on twitter they were uh, promoting this showcase and <laughs> it was so disrespectful. I'm like, damn Capcom. Uh, they were freaking, um, uh, on the tweet they had, they showed a gif of Chris popping, <laughs> uh, Chris lighting up, uh, Mia. And <laughs> this is killing me. It's like five, uh, five shots five days until Resident Evil showcase. <laughs> it's like, wow. Uh, no filter Capcom, huh? Just disrespectful, aren't you? Uh, well, you know, anyway, uh, moving on from that, uh, we also got a schedule. Yeah, that was very weird. Um, always feel like I think general rule of thumb when it comes to anything, um, maybe not anything. Like, let me, let me rephrase that. Um, anything you're trying to, let me rephrase. If it's, if you're trying to present something to be easily digestible by the public, if you have to make a chart, um, that makes it very convoluted, it feels like there's some problem there. which feels like it the case with um this demo schedule. I mean like is this the actually the first game that has a demo schedule? I don't I'm trying to remember if there has been a a demo schedule. Maybe a beta schedule. So I guess that kind of falls in the same thing, but either way, uh so they pre- they presented that there is going to be a demo schedule. So Basically, Sony gets priority um, this weekend. Um, PlayStation 5 PS4 owners will get to play the Village demo um, on Saturday, April 17th at 5 p.m. Pacific. Uh, but it's only available for eight hours. So within that eight hour time frame, <laughs> see the fact that I'm like, Ah, yeah, it's, it's unnecessarily either way. So basically, uh, for eight hours after that, uh, 5 PM timeframe, uh, you have to play the demo, which I believe you can only play for 30 minutes. So it's like, ah, that's, and that's, that's kind of dumb too. Cause it's like, well, if it's limited, if it's, if it's time limited, then with, if it's time limited with eight hours within eight hours, then why not? Why are you restricting the demo itself? It doesn't, I don't get it. I mean, in, in general, my, I have a, I, I still have a gripe with Capcom and their time demos with what 
all the Resident Evil games as well as what um uh, what is it um uh Monster Hunter Rise um pretty much every <laughs> everything Resident Evil and Capcom related seems recently has always been um just annoying irritating the process I, I get where they're coming from where they want people to encourage be encouraged to play the demo or I mean play the main game but I mean I feel like most people that I can't get enough of the demo will play the main game but I don't know maybe you can literally explore or play majority of the game or something like that I don't know um, I know the demo went live on the PS uh, PSN store I'm not sure how big it is, but that may indicate a lot or <laughs> maybe they're trying to avoid. Uh, I'm trying to remember uh, Yakuza, Yakuza six. I think there was like some it was some way you can like uh, play literally the whole game or you like bypass the, the time time limit or it was the. I think it was just a I think it was a um, uh, invisible wall. Yeah, I believe it was an invisible wall and there was people figured out a way to bypass the invisible wall and in turn literally play <laughs> play that whole game for free, which is it's unfortunate for a game like Yakuza, but I digress. Um Yeah, so then there's that that'll be Saturday, this coming Saturday. And then the next Saturday, April twenty fourth, same time, five PM Pacific. It will also be specifically a castle demo, which is the same restrictions, 30 minutes, but you can only play the 30 minutes within that eight hour time frame. Um, and then that following um, the the week uh, Saturday after that, May 1st, 5 p.m., the village and castle demo will be available for everybody. Um, Xbox, Steam, Stadia. <laughs> um, but that that frame, you'll be able to access the demo for 60 minutes. <clears throat> I just don't get it, man. It's why, why does it have to be this convoluted for a demo? I just, I get the exclusivity and all this, but come on convoluted unnecessarily convoluted there's no reason for this i just it's capcom come on now do do we really got to do this if it, i mean even to try to make it less co confusing just you could have just bundled the village and castle demo together and that in of itself may may have made it less confusing and you know uh, it's just very convoluted for no reason at all <laughs> just putting obstacles to put obstacles and then you could have even you could have just had it as a weekend or something where you could have just had it as uh let's say mm, friday you could ps5 ps4 can play um both the village and castle demo and then that following like Saturday, Sunday, 
uh, everybody can play or something like that. But this is just unnecessarily convoluted for no reason, just to be arbitrarily convoluted, just to, I guess, piss off people. Oh, uh, I got to get a PlayStation now, which is, it's annoying. I mean, I won't have an issue with it, but I could see a lot of people just, <laughs> just how it's presented is just confusing. Let me stop ranting about it because it's it, it it actually is bothering me. But moving on, um, they also revealed the specs um for um performance wise for uh the consoles specifically. They already we already got uh, PC details before, which uh, I talked about I think well, uh, maybe a couple episodes ago, but um for PlayStation 5, 4K HDR, 60 FPS. Uh, but if you want that ray tracing, though, you're going to have to knock that down. going to have to knock that down to 45 FPS. So I think this is uh, potentially crushing some of them dreams for uh, folks in terms of uh, next gen. Uh, but I mean, in and of itself, that's still pretty impressive uh, for current well. Uh, I'm I'm having that battle current gen versus next gen. We're technically in the next gen. So it's current gen. Yeah. I just got to train that in my head. Current gen. Yeah. Um, so for Xbox series X 4k HDR 60 FPS, uh, and pretty much the same deal, uh, for ray tracing turned on for series X 4k HDR at 45 FPS. Uh, yeah. Uh, what's interesting though, for like Xbox one X or, um, yeah, Xbox one X, you can do 1080p 60, or you could do 4k HDR 30, which uh, I think is pretty impressive for the Xbox one X still swinging in there. Uh, for the series S you could do 1440p HDR 45 FPS. Uh, but if you turn that ray tracing on, have to knock that down to 1440p 30 fps um well i guess mainly just the fps i mean if you still well i think that's realistic for a lot of people too uh if you're still on the playstation 4 xbox one um condolences because man it's i mean if it's not side by side, I don't think it necessarily be rough, but I, I can already tell 900 P it's probably going to look real blurry. Um, so for PlayStation four, uh, 900 P 45 FPS for Xbox one, 900 P 30 FPS. So yeah, I might have to personally, I might have to go PC on this one. I might have to go PC. I might do it. <laughs> Well, who am I kidding? I'm probably going to play it on multiple, multiple, um, platforms just to get it, just to, just to feel something. <laughs> but, um, yeah, overall pretty impressive though, uh, for this game and also in of itself, um, in terms of, uh, being able to manage this wide gamut. And I think for previous gen, um, since that was recently announced as well, that's still impressive in of itself. Forgot to talk about PS4 Pro, 1080p, uh, 60 FPS, uh, for 4K HDR, uh, 30 FPS. So, 
still pretty good if you got a X or a Pro. I think that's a pretty good sweet spot, which is, you know, I think in a, a pretty harsh reality considering the, the um, very limited supply of, uh, you know, uh, luck may vary in terms of getting a PS5 or Series S or X sex. <laughs> I can't help it. It's It's a given, so. Uh, then also they announced a uh, crossover with uh, Dead by Daylight. I feel like what what horror uh, horror slash horror game isn't associated with Dead by Daylight by now, which I'm very curious about. <laughs> I feel like the question is what isn't associated with Dead by Daylight at this point? So really not surprised by this. Um I'm curious as to what this will entail. Um, they didn't really give any details, I don't think, but you know, so appreciate it, Hex. Thanks, man. You know it. Um, so yeah, I, I'm curious. I, I think they definitely have to go with the iconic characters. So I think, um, it's definitely going to be tyrant. Maybe, Hmm. Either tyrant or nemesis, maybe both, maybe like a skin where you can use either or, uh, I think that's a given that's going to be, that's for sure going to be the, uh, you know, the, um, I, I don't know the terminology they use in that game. I've played it a little bit, but I haven't played too much. Um, the, I don't know the enemy, if you will, I think it's probably, we're probably going to get Leon, yeah, probably Leon as a uh, one of the heroes. Leon, maybe maybe Jill Valentine to kind of even it out. I I feel like at least from the outside looking in, uh, at least outside of my personal bias, I think uh, those seem to be the most popular. RE characters um, that are at least realistically that will be implemented in this game. I think we'll see how that, that, that shapes out, but I think it's definitely going to be either tyrant or nemesis or both as well as Leon, Leon S Kennedy or Jill and Jill Valentine as them being the most popular. Maybe we'll get, uh, both of the, the famous duos. We'll probably get maybe Chris Redfield and Jill Valentine, as well as Leon Kennedy and, uh, Claire Redfield. I could see it. I could see it. Yeah. This could potentially be the biggest crossover with that by daylight. Maybe that they might even go over silent Hill with just only the inclusion of what is there? Sarah Mason. And then Pyramid Head. But yeah, when you think Resident Evil in terms of iconic monster, yeah, it's definitely Tyrant. Tyrant or Nemesis, for sure. Yeah, that's a given. So, pretty cool. Not really surprised, but pretty cool. I, it, it'll definitely get me to jump back into it and uh, get a feel, try it out, see how they play. Uh, also, during the event, we also got um, a new trailer for Resident Evil. I gotta do it. 
I gotta do it. Resident Evil. No, I gotta do the whole thing. Resident Resident Evil. Evil. Infinite Darkness. Darkness. (laughs) Uh, I do like that. One more time. Resident Resident Evil. Infinite Infinite Darkness. Darkness. I had to put more oomph into the... It's like what the other people do. You know, the traditional Resident Evil announcers do. But pretty... (laughs) When you look at the trailer... Uh, it's hard to, it's hard to, uh, omit, um, the, the weird coincidence of Leon, Leon and, uh, uh, Claire meeting, like, this is what the fourth time they met. Cause I think they already met in a movie before this one. And now they're meeting together again. It's like, oh, weird to see you, Claire. Yeah. Weird to see you, uh. Leon um yeah we keep meeting like this and then coincidentally there's a whole event of zombies coincidentally always happening around us this is weird right <laughs> yeah it's totally weird so suspension of belief <laughs> for sure but either way I mean hey you get more zombie shooting action uh I want Leon uh suplex somebody that's that's a given if 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 Leon does not suplex somebody in this movie, I will be severely disappointed and that will severely impact my, uh, my impression on this movie when it comes out July, 2021. I'm just saying that Leon needs to suplex somebody. (laughs) These are, these are not unrealistic demands. Needs to suplex somebody. He also needs to, um, I need a left hand joke. Your left hand comes off. Maybe it's something to do with a romantic interest or something. I don't know. I mean, Capcom, you can work it in somehow. Okay. For me, please. (laughs) Okay. Let me stop. (laughs) I'm joking. I'm so joking. Uh, uh, it would be cool though. Not gonna lie. I mean, Hulk, I mean, in the one movie, okay, you got Chris, Chris and that one dude shooting each other like point blank and they missing. So, I mean, am I really asking for that much? Am I? Okay. Am I? I rest my case. All right. <laughs> Either way, the trailer looks pretty good. Uh, Leon was in a suit and Claire was like, oh, that doesn't really fit you. Uh, I mean, I was kind of mean, but I was like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like why you gotta come at Leon for that he trying to just be dapper be a dapper gentleman you just coming at his coming at his just upbringing like that I, I'd be like I don't appreciate that Claire you can leave <laughs> this movie is over <laughs> the credits would roll after that uh, I, I'm definitely definitely looking forward to it though I love me some CGI Resident Evil movies they may be a little they, they're very much off uh, over the top, but I love that shit. I'm not even gonna lie to y'all. So, uh, here's the hoping that, uh, this tops the Resident Evil CGI movies. And I guess that's crazy too. Like in that, um, that, uh, in, in the, uh, RE showcase, the, the guy's title, I forgot his name, but basically he's literally in charge of making these movies or directing them or, you know, to some extent, like it's a dedicated division for 
animated Resident Evil movies or something like that, which is crazy. I didn't even know that. So news to me, news to me, but I digress. Also, uh, probably the biggest surprise out of the main game. Um, or actually, no, I forgot about that. They freaking announced the uh, mercenaries mode for RE8, which uh, I'm all for. Love me some mercenaries. Um, it seems like with this one, they are. It's kind of a mix of mercenaries and a uh, raid mode uh, from the Resident Evil Revelations games, which probably kind of makes sense since uh, I think technically RE8 used to be um, Resident Evil Revelations three, but I think became so good that they was like, let's make this a mainline Resident Evil. So, um, yeah, uh, at least from what they, they described, it's like a lot of progression, uh, upgrades and stuff like the main game, but like, I'm assuming to a faster extent, uh, where there is a time limit and, you know, um, um, you know, killing enemies, doing melee moves, extend your time and all that stuff. Uh, which, yeah, it's definitely be a very welcomed kind of pastime. If you can't get enough of that resident evil action, uh, if you can't get enough of throwing them eggs or, um, I forgot about that too. Um, game informer also had their separate coverage in their that's, um, resident evil villages. their cover for this month where they're also, uh, they revealed some exclusive details where there's actually a whole hunting, um, I guess, mini game, sub game, if you will, optional type deal where if you hunt particular animals, you get actually um, increased uh, permanent buffs like, uh, you know, more health uh, defense and stuff like that. So uh, Capcom shouldn't have told me that. So now I'm going to kill everything I see. If it moves, I'm killing it. I'm just, I'm just saying if it moves is dead. Uh, generally I'm not like that. Like in Resident Evil 4, when there's like couches and stuff move, I mean, couches, cows, uh, you know, minding a business. I I ain't going to shoot no cow. Cause what they just, they just being cows. They, they don't have nothing in the game. I may have shot them one time, but let's out of curiosity, but let's not talk about that. <laughs> so it's, it, I think this is a pretty cool addition where it won't necessarily take away too much from, uh, the essence that is resident evil in terms of the general, I don't know. Yeah. Overall essence of resident evil, the DNA that makes resident evil, resident evil. So, um, yeah, mercenaries. I want it. I need it. Who knows? We might get uh it I don't know. They make it seem like Ethan's gonna be the only character in mercenaries. Um maybe they might down the road add other characters. Might get Chris Redfield or something like that. I could see. Uh we'll see. Who knows? But probably the biggest uh takeaway surprise for me personally is uh freaking I I don't think this was in the showcase. I think this was just announced like in conjunction with the showcase cuz I don't I maybe I'm I was looking at the wrong stream or something but I didn't see Resident Evil 4 
in the trailer I was looking at. And I was looking at the, the PlayStation's Twitch uh, stream. So I don't know. But either way, freaking Resident Evil 4, um, for those that may not know, my favorite game of all time uh, is getting ported to uh, the Oculus Rift. Um, well, <laughs> it's been a long battle. It's been a long fight uh, for the VR side to, to bring me over. But uh, I uh, will uh, happily announce today uh, that I am officially uh, joining the Oculus Quest uh, fandom. Thank you. So, you know, um, it's, it, it's been a it's been a rough battle, uh, but you guys got me over. So, uh <laughs> Which I find it very funny of all <laughs> of all games, Resident Evil Four, a game I've probably played like what probably like eighty eighty ish times already uh, across various multiple platforms, and definitely especially the initial release on the GameCube. That uh, <laughs> it's like uh, what it was like Half Life, Alex. Mm, I don't know. Uh, uh, what Robo Recall? Mm, that that does look pretty good. Mm, I don't know yet. Resident Evil Seven. Mm, well, I guess technically that was only on PlayStation. I think that still is only on PlayStation. But it's like, oh, Resident Evil Four. Mm, all right, you got my attention. <laughs> you got my curiosity, but now you got my attention. Resident Evil Four. So, yeah, at some point, I think I'm not sure when this is coming out, but. I'm definitely going to take the plunge to VR now. <laughs> A game I played 50, 50 times over. It's like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll play that again in VR. It does look pretty cool, though. Going by the trailer, it does look pretty cool. I was like, I want any excuse for me to go back into Resident Evil 4 and play it again in a totally different perspective. Sign me the f up. I forgot to bleed myself. Fuck. Fuck up. I want it. I want it very badly. So, yeah. I'm very curious to see if it will actually entail the whole game. Because that's one possible concern I have. If, it, if it's actually the whole game or not. Which, I'm on the fence. It, it I feel like it could be a greatest hits or like, um, I don't know, truncated retelling of Resident Evil 4 and cutting out some of the stuff that just may not work in VR, but we'll see. We'll see. Thanks, Hex. Appreciate it, man. Um, so yeah, Resident Evil Showcase overall, pretty damn good. Um, a little couple unrealistic, uh, expectations, which I feel like could have been met, but I guess they weren't, which was, we got no, um, we got no Resident Evil classics collection, which would make a lot of fucking sense for the 25th anniversary of Resident Evil. Celebrate Resident Evil by re-releasing, um, the original trilogy that made Resident Evil, uh, Resident Evil or established it 
if anything, especially now knowing the news that uh, the PSN PS3 uh, store is uh, going to go on the wayside by July. So, and yeah, technically with that in mind, there's from a commercial standpoint, no way to play the classic uh, Resident Evil games. Um, unless you're, you know, lucky and have the physical versions of the games, which is knowing the physical market nowadays. Good luck. <laughs> especially with the pandemic on top of that. Good luck with that. So yeah. Um, also, uh, I'm gonna keep, I don't care. I'm gonna keep harking this. Okay. Um, uh, we still don't have Resident Evil outbreak, any release, any continuation, any ports. So, I mean, that's a problem in of itself. I'm just saying. I'm a, I'm a keep, I'm a keep harking on that. Okay. Capcom. Stop it. You blocking your blessings right now. Please listen to your fans. We want it. We need it. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Moving on. Uh, next topic of discussion. Um, So, um, PlayStation five, we finally, if you're lucky to get one, uh, and for those that don't, or don't, and are trying to get one, um, Hey, best wishes, Godspeed, uh, may, may your, um, mouse click and finger be quick and your payment information be saved. (laughs) Um, we finally got a pretty, I guess what's considered by many the first big substantial update to the PS five firmware. Um, and the biggest takeaway is of course we finally, finally got cold. I gotta do it. Cold storage. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, for those that don't know, I think maybe the, I feel like that terminology is not really familiar to a lot of people, but the, the terminology I mean by cold storage is basically, um, which has been in the PC space for a while, but basically if you are not, um, using or, uh, using any, uh, a file or a game in this case, uh, you would store it somewhere else to allocate more space into your primary, um, uh, storage spot, if you will. So in this case for the PlayStation five, uh, the very minimal, uh, SSD that you, uh, that comes with the system, um, since the space is limited, uh, what, like 600 gigabytes out of the one terabyte that technically it is. And then I think when you factor in the, the OS and whatnot, that also comes into play, but either way, um, you have that come to play and then, um, (laughs) 
that that space is going to get <laughs> get occupied real quick. So uh, with this in mind now, you can now uh, move those games to a uh, USB uh, drive. I think it has to be 3.0 and I think it has to be more than 256 gigabytes, I want to say. You can store that to, um, yeah, who, who has a 256 gigabyte? That's just as... I don't even know who has that, but you know, for the rare people that may have that, yeah, that won't work. But nonetheless, um, now you can store those games to a extended USB storage drive. You can't play them obviously since PS five games need the speed of an SSD. Um, but, um, you can at least, uh, store them to a USB drive. And then when you want to play them again, you can just uh, move them back which uh, definitely alleviates a lot of the issues, concerns that people had with the PS5 uh, initially coming out. So good on Sony for doing that. Um, it's definitely not the the definitive solution since we're still waiting for the M.2 storage um, that is supposed to be coming out. Uh, well, I think they said summer, but you know, they, they, the date is loose still, but, um, hopefully can, uh, utilize that M.2 storage that basically will give you more SSD storage that, uh, you can use to actually play PS5 games on that as well. So good on Sony for that. It's not ideal, but good on them for that. So a uh, couple other additions to that update that are pretty swell, if I'd say so myself. Um, cross generation share play. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> I feel like this is just uh, <laughs> make make your PS4 buddies jealous of the PS5 game you're you're playing. That's that's what instantly goes in my head. Like <laughs> you want to just ruin your your friend's day or something. Or uh, just make them more envious and jealous of uh, getting a PS5. Hey, this is for you. This is for you, buddy. Uh, but it is cool, though, is that you uh, can share play and the PS4 um, user can play or take control of your game on the PS5. So they can somewhat get a feel of the game and literally play the game, um, which is pretty cool, though. So. While at the same time, it, uh, it feels like a, like a dick tease to be honest, but, um, also additionally, it's like, you know, they do get to play the game literally, which is cool too. So, um, some like undercover stuff that they didn't like publicly state, uh, that, um, I, I appreciate at least as like a, I don't want to consider myself an AV enthusiast, but I I do care about video, if that makes sense. So specifically, um, a lot of HD um, settings in terms of like the 4K 120, you can actually manually turn it off and on. Um, you can actually, which was a big thing with a lot of people with uh, HDR sets. Um, apparently the PS5, um, by default and for everything will display in HDR, which can be problematic if there's like a SDR game you're playing that could be, um, 
what's the word? Well, that isn't HDR compatible. So it'll display, it'll look off overall. Uh, since the SDR uh, video is being displayed in the HDR container, not to try to get real technical, which I'm trying not to, but just to try to explain it to some extent. But basically now it lets you cut off HDR when you're playing an SDR game, which was a weird issue during the, at least the release of the PS5 if you were playing an SDR game. So really cool nifty little stuff like that. Oh, I forgot like one of the bigger ones too is um you can now save you can um save clips and screenshots of PS5 um your trophies. Um you can limit it to like only um uh, silver, gold or platinum. Uh basically however you choose, which is pretty awesome so you don't like get like a lot of like just miscellaneous trophies you don't care about and you have like 15 second clips and depending on your size like especially 4k if you have your uh your system set to record in 4k could be very problematic in terms of like especially since i think you're forced to store on the um you're forced to uh record and store the clips on the ssd so the primary SSD, so you could tell how much of a problem that could be. So, um, yeah, so I, I was messing with it yesterday. It was, uh, it's pretty, pretty slick. Um, I, I did definitely deleted a lot of just random stuff and especially, um, the PlayStation, the PlayStation, um, the, the Spider-Man the Spider-Man, uh, I guess trick where they, um, they let you transfer your trophies over. So basically all the trophies you earned on the PS4 version, you could get on the PS5 version. So basically <laughs> after I did that, it's just consistent, just streams and recordings of 15 second clips of just Spider-Man on the, you know, intro screen, just, just hanging out <laughs> just getting all these miscellaneous trophies, which is, it's funny, but, uh, yeah. So, you know, now, uh, for the, for the trophies that you really care about, you can actually just set it to record on default specifically based on the trophy uh, level, which is very, very, very welcome. I'd say personally. So, um, those are at least some of the highlights. Uh, also I forgot the, the game update pre-download, which I think is going to be pretty, pretty helpful for a lot of people. I know it's something that's annoyed me a lot personally. So basically like when, um, huge anticipated updates come out that, um, you, uh, you have to wait until it actually comes out. So you can't, and you know, a lot of these updates nowadays are going to be like huge AF, like 25 gigabytes and up and whatnot, like, especially like call of duty and, and, and whatnot. So now you can actually pre download the, uh, the patches if, you know, depending on the publisher developer, whatever. Uh, so that's pretty cool that you can literally pre download the, <laughs> which sounds kind of like in retrospect, a little, a little meta, <laughs> if you think about it, like pre download a patch to your game. Uh, Hey, it's 2021. We got to get with the times. All right. 
we gotta give we gotta give it the time. So either way, very welcomed. I definitely will appreciate this, especially like you know, huge substantial updates that like literally change the game. Um, I want it. I'm 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 thankful. I'm thankful for that. But yeah, outside of that, those are at least the ones that um stuck out to me. Um, so hopefully we get that M.2 storage. Also, let me get on my uh, I ain't going. Let me get let me get <laughs> let me get on my soapbox real quick. Uh, Sony, this is this is directly to you, Sony. All right, uh, please for the love of God give us the option to hold the PS button to shut down the PS4, PS5, whatever. Okay. I tried, you know, you guys' way of forcing us to relearn and it's not working. All right. I'm, I'm getting tired of it. I'm sick of it. <laughs> I'm so tired of it. So every time, like I've tried to learn it, but it's just not working. So I'll be playing the game, whatever. And then I'm done. I'll instinctually like muscle memory, if any, whatever I'll hold the button and then I'm feel like an idiot. I'm like, nothing's happening. And I'm like, Oh, I got to press it, press it. Then I go all the way to the right of control center to power it off or, you know, shut down rest mode, whatever. I know it's very, very, um, first world problem, whatever. But I mean, it is such, it feels like such a simple thing that you could just change or give us the option to change, whether people that like it, just the one press or other um, hold to shut down. I am begging you, Shoni, for the life, please, God, just, just give us a hold to shut down or something, please, please. I'm tired of feeling like an idiot just for doing what I've been doing. Okay, please, Sony, please, (laughs) please, please, Sony. Okay, let me get, (laughs) let me get off my soapbox. Let me just get off it. I've, I've stated my, my displeasurement with that. So, all right, moving on. Um, but keeping, uh, keeping that, uh, Sony rant or weird, uh, <laughs> Sony weird train going. Choo-choo. Um, by, uh, the infamous, uh, Jason Schreider. Um, I'm sorry, Jason Schreier. Uh, I cannot pronounce today. See pronounce pronounce uh, a Bloomberg now formerly Kotaku. Uh, he submitted a uh, article regarding uh, PlayStation's uh, at least current obsession with only hitting them blockbusters, only banging out them hitters. So with that in mind, um, just just some of the biggest highlights, at least everywhere in terms of people and, and whatnot in regards to the takeaways of his article. Um, the biggest of them, probably the, yeah, definitely the biggest one 
and I think a shock to a lot of people is uh, Sony is potentially remaking The Last of Us, which is like what the game, what the game came out first in 2013 and then got a remat got remastered for the PS4 Pro in I think 2015, 16. I think the PS4 Pro came out in 2016, but around that time frame. So on top of that, the game looks very good. And, you know, obviously there's way more deserving older games that could, you know, get, uh, get that treatment, but you choose the last of us. <sighs> Why? Why? And apparently, uh, Sony, was trying to get a, a studio to to make a own studio to remake The Last of Us. So, I mean, potentially that could still be in the works, but um, as as he said, the game still exists, but the studio doesn't. So, ugh, why Sony? Why? Why? But also added more to that, to the point of um, Sony only trying to get these hits out. Um, days gone the exclusive for uh PlayStation um that I think had mixed reviews but I think it's kind of gotten way better now cuz they've added a lot of updates that uh at least from what I hear um makes the game way better now than what it what it was when it initially le- released so with that in mind um I don't know so but Sony in general is also um, they are they denied Ben Studio the people that made um, Days Gone uh, the sequel because they said technically it did meet expectations but um, you know more or less it's it's not what we're looking for to make more pretty much I'm paraphrasing but at least that's the impression I got from it um, which is kind of messed up because. I've, I have days going to have, I played a bit of it, but I've never got back to playing more of it. Um, but it, I mean, I love me some zombies and, you know, I mean, I'm not all about the sons of anarchy vibe, but I mean, it seemed pretty cool either way. So, um, but I think this points back to the, the issue of not, uh, the potential of kind of um, stagnating the game industry in terms of giving us more original IPs, which I think that that um, in turn gives us, you know, a more diverse set of, uh, you know, games to kind of uh, <laughs> I, I want to say <laughs> um, uh, eat off, feast off of, but uh, I mean, it's still true. I mean, it's like just giving us a way more diverse set of games to kind of experience, <laughs> experience and play. So I don't know. Um, I, I definitely like the, I, I did like the setting of days going. It definitely was a unique setting. Um, it feel like it, it feels like it had a lot more potential to be, be explored more. So, Kind of unfortunate that uh, Sony seems to be going in this weird, dark direction of just we only want hits. 
we only want hits. <laughs> I only want hits. If it ain't a hit, I don't want it. But I think uh, that's what made place makes PlayStation PlayStation in terms of having more niche titles. Like, well, I think before it was, it, it got huge now, like um, the Souls games from software games where they were very niche, but now they're like, they're, yeah, they're like, yeah, I don't even, I can't, I can't even consider the Souls games niche anymore. Cause it's like, yeah, they're like their own established thing now. Um, that, you know, games like that, that like, at least at his time were niche, but you know, due to popularity and the word of mouth have kind of caught on more. So it's messed up. It's messed up. Hopefully Sony learns the error error of their ways. I know with they they also closed down. Um, they closed down their Japanese, their whole Japanese division or studio. I think a, their Japanese studio which is, uh, that's, that's crazy to me still, but either way, here's the hope and Sony doesn't do what they're <laughs> potentially planning to do. Hoping, really hoping for that. Uh, <laughs> still keeping, still keeping the, uh, the Sony train going. Um, according to VGC, uh, PlayStation is working on a counterpunch to Game Pass, and this is claimed by uh, God of War, the original creator of God of War, David Jaffe. Um, <laughs> that dude, I ain't gonna lie, that dude is a trip, man. Uh, I think he has his own YouTube channel where he, um, he did, he did some very fascinating stuff. He, um, he played, he played, uh, he played God of War 2018, which is, um, the game that I think he left God of War after the first one. And then Corey Barlog took over from two all up until the 2018 one. So, and it's funny, like they have a rapport now. Like I think he reached out to him on his uh, his show as well, which was it's pretty fascinating to see. You know, uh, one person that has their envisionment and and perspective of a character uh, uh, adjacent to another one that has a different look and like to see how he interprets it. And you know, you would assume somebody who originally like created this baby is going to be very defensive and have some words about it or whatever, which. Uh, he, I think he was pretty respectful in terms of, you know, of that, uh, which was pretty, pretty, pretty fascinating just to kind of see that dynamic, um, between them, which was pretty cool. But apparently, uh, he said through some contacts that he knows that he, uh, word is that, uh, there is going to be a counterpunch to Xbox game pass, which I think that's pretty, pretty viable. That makes total sense. Cause clearly Game Pass is definitely Xbox's biggest strong point towards like competing against, um, competing against, um, you know, PlayStation for, you know, their, their pluses and, um, you know, uh, yeah, their, their overall, 
overall uh strong points to have against against um PlayStation. So it only makes sense that like <laughs> places like ah, ah we gotta now we gotta offer something like Game Pass, which I guess technically is probably more than likely gonna be um uh PlayStation now. I feel like they're they, they do technically have their equivalent to Game Pass already. I think just a lot of people don't know about it because I know with uh, PlayStation Now, uh, at least for PlayStation games and I think some of the select PS2 games that are already there, you can actually download them and play them in the same way as like Game Pass. Um, so I'm guessing it's probably they're just going to restructure PlayStation Now. Uh, maybe they might rebrand the name to make it more make it more appealing um, or competitive to Xbox Game Pass, which I could see them probably doing that around E3 uh, as well this year. That that seems pretty likely that um, because, yeah, Game Pass is killing it. I have to say, I think it's it's gotten a lot more people over to Xbox. And then on top of that, I think alongside um, what is it alongside um, the, the very cheap option of the Xbox series S I think it's also gotten people that are like, you know, just really only wanted to be with PlayStation or get a PlayStation five, but actually pick up additionally a series X to kind of dip their feet in into some, um, some of the, uh, exclusive Xbox games. So definitely a smart move on Xbox and hopefully this will, uh, encourage some more competition and in turn, we'll get some um, very juicy, uh, I don't know, juicy X, what PlayStation Now content, I guess. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But yeah, I don't, I think that's a given at this point. They definitely need some equivalent to compete with Sony. I mean, compete with Xbox, uh, Microsoft to even you know, start, uh, <laughs> building a case for themselves <laughs> more or less. So yeah, moving and keeping actually not, but somewhat moving on, but to kind of touch back on to the, um, the, the Vita closure or eminent death, death of Vita was a great console, by the way. Uh, there was an AMA on Reddit where a farmer, a Sony employee, uh, revealed some info about Vita. Um, just some of the interesting aspects about which I, I'll touch on just to get some, get some highlights, at least that, uh, stuck out to me. So probably the, the first, I think first and probably the biggest one for a lot of people is, uh, why is it that Sony dropped first party support? Cause you know, you could definitely tell there was just a strong third party support, but barely any first party support, you know, after what the initial couple years that the Vita came out. Uh, so at least to kind of quote the question, uh, why is Sony, why, why is it that Sony dropped first party support? There were so many games on PS3, 4 that could have been, could have gotten decent ports that would have really rocked, uh, EG un, un, Unreal 3 games. 
but the number of games that really show what is capable, what it's capable of is quite small. And the answer was the return on investment just wasn't there. Uh, market penetration was weak while they made an earnest effort to make games in the beginning. When those numbers didn't improve, they stopped investing and the PS3 outsold the Vita about four to one. The PS4 outsold the Vita about five to one. Um, as, uh, yeah, so that, I mean, that makes sense considering, you know, how, yeah, kind of niche the Vita was, especially competing with, I think the 3DS was the competitor at the time. Um, but for what it was, it was definitely a great companion to like the PlayStation 4 and whatnot too. Um, this is actually a pretty interesting fact, uh, or interesting tidbit. Uh, the Vita firmware has been compromised now for almost five years. Is Sony planning to target users of modified firmwares and ban them? Are they even capable of detecting modified firmwares or unusual activity? <laughs> the answer was they have good tele, 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 man, telemetry, 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 telemetry. Specifically, when you're playing a game you don't have a license for, they also have telemetry to see the names of apps you're running. In other words, yes, they know who those people are whether they'll do anything in another question altogether. If they ban your account, you can create a new one. If they ban your console, you can buy a new one. They think of it like an endless game of whack-a-mole and it's just not a wise use of their resources. Never say never. It's like, ah, that's making me, make me a uh, debate, you know? Yeah. I don't know. So, Hmm. Hmm. I don't, I don't know. I don't know about that. I was uh, debating, you know, tinkering with the Vita, but I don't know at this point. It's, uh, it's hard to determine that. Um, another interesting tidbit, uh, could you shed light on the culture on their culture of IP abandonment? Sony has a wealth of dead franchises and legacy content that they seemingly do not care to bring forward. Was backwards compatibility as little used as Jim Ryan claimed? Who made the choice for the proprietary memory card on the Vita? Was the unused top port on the Vita going to be used for HDMI out? A uh, certain IP has more valuable cultural sense than it does in the market sense. I know it's not Sony, but look at Metroid for comparison. That franchise is critical to the history of games but it's sold 20 million copies throughout its life. The most recent Animal Crossing game outsold that, that entire franchise. Sony is a business and they care first and foremost about where the money is, not where the sentiment is. <laughs> it's like, I get it, but that kind of hurts at the same time. <laughs> it's like, hey, I don't, know what, I don't know what you heard, but we all about that money over here. We ain't about this about this sentiment BS. Okay. We don't care about, <laughs> at least I interpret that as it's like, we don't care about your damn nostalgia. We could give two, <laughs> we could give two fucks about your, your nostalgia. Is your nostalgia going to pay our bills? No. <laughs> ah, that kind of hurts. I ain't gonna lie. Just the, just to get idea of the, that thought process. But um, backwards compatibility is one of the most requested and least used features. 
I don't know what Jim specifically said about how little it was used, but that is true by the numbers we have. The proprietary memory card uh, was a hack deterrent. I don't know the name of the specific person who made the decision, but that was the rationale, which is a horrible idea because they are them, them cards are trash in, in general. Um, HDMI out was one of the prototypes for the accessory port, but there was some software issue they needed to work out still. I don't know the full details of what that software issue was, but needless to say, it never made it to the top of the, of their priority list. So interesting, interesting stuff. So, Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Sony, <laughs> my takeaway from that Sony, uh, was like, uh, we, we can give a damn about your nostalgia. <laughs> your nostalgia ain't paying us so uh yeah i don't know what to tell you oh that kind of hurts it's like feels like the feels like the saying uh never meet your heroes because you know i guess the i assume the sentiment is that you always get disappointed to some extent and your world would be crushed and you'll contemplate what is life anymore or something i don't know Nonetheless, uh, still, still, still hearken on PS3. We not done. <laughs> we not done. They gonna learn. Uh, so, uh, in, in lieu of all the, the crazy, uh, PSN store, uh, PSN, uh, PS3 Vita PSP stores closing down, um, specifically with PS3 in this case, uh, there was a scenario where the PS3, um, some PS3 games, uh, in terms of updates for those games, patches were no longer downloadable with this new, I guess, recent, update slash patch or whatever to their store front. Um, so a lot of games were now like in some cases unplayable because of the at least initial state they came out with. So now <laughs> if it wasn't enough that, uh, Sony was just giving us a last minute notice that, uh, our, the, the PSN store, uh, is closing now. They're also, uh, <laughs> it's like, uh, oh, you trying to, you trying to download the games before they, before they, before we close the store. Oh yeah. About that. Um, man. Um, yeah, we kind of, we kind of shut off the patches for some of these games. So I don't know what to tell you. Um, you know, we not, we not, uh, we not a donation here. We need, we need that money still. So I don't know what to know what you're going to do about that, but, <laughs> oh man, it's rough, man. It is rough. <laughs> it is, it is, it is rough to be a Sony fan right now. I have to, have to say that, but, uh, <laughs> oh, you was, oh, you was trying to download, uh, you was trying to download the patch for the PSN games before we shut down. Ooh, <laughs> I just feel like there's some, there's like some dude. <laughs> That's literally Sony. Ooh, oh, oh, you. Ooh, man. 
ah. <laughs> just all the mm, oh mm, man ah oh oh so sorry oh that's unfortunate <laughs> that's the one oh that's unfortunate i'm sorry i'm sorry you feel that way <laughs> so but on a somewhat of a, a silver lining to it um they did say that uh, they are aware and they are working to get these patches back up, at least for the presumably limited time before they are <laughs> shut back down again. Uh, but a couple of titles, actually, Battlefield 4, uh, Castlevania, Lords of Shadow, um, Call of Duty Advanced Warfare, Dante's Inferno. I think that's a big one since that's, I think, the you know exclusive to 360 PS3 at the, at the time, I want to say, um, yeah, these are a lot of games. Jesus. Resident Evil revelations. Good luck. You know, Tekken tag with Tekken tag is bad up back up at the moment. It seems the patch is available again. Okay. So yeah, so pretty much the community, uh, from psnprofiles.com, the forum, they like made a, a list of some of the games that you can't uh, update. Um, so, you know, there, if you are in that boat, um, definitely check their, uh, their article about it. Cause yeah, this is, this is just annoying. It's annoying. It's one thing if you just gave everybody like at least a year's notice, but what, this is like what, three, four months. That's just something just about that is just, just grimy to me. But I think the general rule of thumb is at least give, give people a year, maybe six, 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 six months to a year to like give them a buffer to, you know, get, get the games they want before the store shut down and, you know, things like that. So it is, uh, it is annoying and unfortunate. What do you, what, what can you do? What can you do? Um, Finally, <laughs> I'm done with Sony. Uh, moving on. Um, Nintendo, they had a uh, impromptu direct like they always do. <laughs> that same Nintendo is like, hey, we got a direct. Oh, wait, oh. <laughs> wait a minute. Uh, Nintendo Indie Direct. Um, to be honest, there wasn't, at least from what they showed personally, it wasn't anything that necessarily caught my eye, caught my attention, um, except one game that we're going to, that we're going to talk about. Oh, I gotta do it. I just got the house, house of, of the, the dead. dead. I tried to do it in the same cadence. Need just one more time for the, for the, <laughs> for the self-esteem. <laughs> The House of the Dead. See that uh, that could kind of be like a remaked person. I could. I mean, I don't know who the company is. If you you looking for some voice work, I mean, I'll try it. You know, just give me. <laughs> um, but yeah, House of the Dead remake, which is weird because what is this doing at the indie showcase? But apparently come to find out that uh they uh, Sega is only giving 
giving the rights to this company, which I forgot their name. What is, let me look up the, watch it on YouTube. Watch it on the tube. Forever Entertainment. So I believe they gave them the, the license. I think kind of similar. No, because Streets of Rage 4, they exclusively gave their, their, uh, their license, but I think they're still working with them directly. So I think this is different, but either way, however loophole they're trying to find, I guess <laughs> this technically isn't, is a quote unquote indie game. Um, the house of the dead. We've never heard of this before. This is a new game coming out. Um, it's trying to make waves trying to bring the light shooter, light gun shooters back. Well, without the light gun, but you know, um, but I mean, I'm all for it though. I love me some, uh, arcadey light shooters. House of the dead be one of the best I'd say. Well, two specifically, technically, I don't think I've fully played the house of the dead one. I know I played it in like a movie theater arcade here and there, but in terms of playing legitimately the whole game, I don't think I ever really did or recalled at least. So, but from this gameplay, it looked, it's looking pretty good. I don't know about these chiming sounds. Those sound a little weird. Those don't sound like they're in the game, but otherwise graphically looks pretty good. It, I mean, it. hopefully please, please forever understand your audience keep in the, the dialogue and whatnot. And like, you know, <laughs> what was it? Uh, uh, let me, I'm trying to remember some G G's over there. <laughs> Dogs of the AMS It's time. We made our move. It can't be you G please keep for the love of God. Keep it in, keep it in. Don't do, don't, don't change. Don't change. Please don't. I assume it's way cornier in the first one than the second one. But then that's saying a lot too, because I think that was in of itself was really corny too. So, I mean, it's like, just keep it corny. Just stick with the corniness. That's what, that's what makes it good. You know, so corny is good. It's like literal, I guess, <laughs> corn. I don't know. Uh, so corny. It's good. I don't I feels like a slogan for something that shouldn't exist, but I digress. Um, but yeah, man, um, some details features hordes of undead monstrosities in this fast paced rail shooter, true to the original gameplay, well-known arcade classic with modern graphics and controls, multiple endings, one to two players. I'm very curious about the, uh, how they're going to handle the light gun support. Cause I think this technically will be one of the first games that uses the Nintendo switches, um, motion for aiming. I feel like there's been a ton of other ones, but I think maybe it might be more specifically gyro aiming, which I know has been pretty popular amongst a lot of the games now. Um, but I'm very curious to see how that's going to work. Um, hopefully it works very well. I could definitely see, <laughs> you could see all the, the third party, um, uh, 
third party uh, gun manufacturers or third party controller manufacturers um, having a field day. <laughs> You're going to see all these handgun uh, handguns uh, on Amazon. Nintendo Switch Joy-Con House of the Dead shoot gun. House of the Dead gun shoot. <laughs> Just broken English. It exists. We all know. We all know it's going to exist. Um, I ain't, I mean, I'd get it though, if it's legit, just to, just to feel, just to feel the experience immersion. Definitely. Yes. I for sure would in a heartbeat, in a heartbeat, anything to make me feel that, get that nostalgia, you know, just to, just to feel, <laughs> just to feel something. Um, so yeah. Uh, I think they also did confirm that uh, the House of the Dead 2 is also being remade too. So, um, which is great. And I guess that was one thing I was always curious about was why, because like you, you see these gradual collections and, and stuff, House of the Dead collections, like for the Wii and, uh, and uh, like Xbox and stuff, but it always had two and three, but never one. It seems like one was only, you know, only on the, Saturn and the uh, arcade. I've I've never recalled or seen the first one being on the um, anything else other than that. Unless maybe it was an unlockable into, which I don't think so either. Which is yeah, that's kind of unfortunate. But hopefully, this might remedy that uh, for sure. So <laughs> they're meeting G over there. We're meeting G. No, no. I could, I could go on, but I won't. I'll, uh, I won't, I won't, I won't, uh, won't burden you with that. Um, but yeah, outside of that, that was really only highlight for me personally for the Nintendo Direct, that, uh, Indie Direct. Uh, nothing, at least I had a previous association with, association with that, um, I don't know, triggered me in any way, but, but, uh, you know, the house. Of the, the dead. dead definitely did for sure. Got my attention. Thank you. Thank you, Sega. Even though your your inclusion was is is still up for debate and questionable. I appreciate it either way. I do. Moving on. Um So Dragon's Dogma. I bet you ain't heard that 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 in years, have you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh totally a rumor, or you know, in the rumor, grain of salt, you know, all that. Um, and you know, of of all places, 4chan. But when you factor in the previous leaks and uh that that whole huge Capcom link beforehand. Uh, I think it definitely does seem, um, likely that, um, dragon's dogma two is, is of a thing, but for more credence in that, uh, we do have a quote, um, from said person from said, uh, forum. Uh, I am in position in a position that allows me to know certain details regarding the next dragon's dogma. I am pleased to note 
that some of you have kept track of what I've wrote in the past, but one post seems to have slipped through the cracks, maybe deleted or not, perhaps an error. Anyway, I've updated it and I'm posting it here for you. No, yeah, posting here for you for better clarity. Almost all of what I wrote last time is confirmed except for the end game co-op. It's still happening, but downgraded to a lower priority, most likely as update post launch. Let's start from some technical info, blah, blah, blah. But uh, let's jump to about the character creator. I learned that it is made to be used also with the Arisen. The mass will be mandatory only for about half of the campaign. What? This is interesting. I get a what? I don't know. That's getting a little too. I don't. That feels a little spoilery ish. I don't know. But either way, the point is to um, Dragon's Dogma 2 may actually still be happening. So, uh, what better time than uh, E3? I know Capcom is said to be one of the people that is actually confirmed to attend, well, quote unquote, E3. Uh, <laughs> electronic, electronic entertainment, entertainment experience. experience. <laughs> um, so we'll see. Uh, I'm definitely down for Dragon's Dogma. Curious to see how it will improve from from the original, but uh, I, I thoroughly enjoy Dragon's Dogma. Uh, play with my friends who knew Japanese. That uh, we played the Japanese. Was it? Is it Dragon's Dogma Online? Yeah, Dragon's Dogma Online, where you had to, <laughs> uh, the amount of work we had to play that game. We had to, <laughs> oh, that's funny. I'm not thinking about it. We had to uh, set up our router for a VPN service uh, to tell our consoles that we were on, we were on Japanese servers when we weren't. And then connect able to connect to that. And then on top of that, uh, our friends, uh, my friends that were, that are fluent in Japanese, uh, had to translate a lot of the stuff. Um, then on top of that, because of the delay and lag in the VPN, uh, we would get like, uh, some pretty serious lag in a lot of occasions, but it was the fact that we still had a good time. I think definitely attest to how, uh, how good, dragon's dogma is as a whole. So, um, yeah, <laughs> crazy. I mean, Hey, the, 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 the extent you'll go to, to play the games you love, you know, I mean, Hey, if you, if you not, if you not, if you not going that far to play a game, what are you doing? <laughs> if you're not severely inconveniencing yourself, to play a game that you really enjoy. What are you even doing? Okay. We, we don't, we don't, we, we, we don't, uh, you know, play for convenience here. We play for, you know, you got to work to, <laughs> you got to work to play the games you want to play. All right. <laughs> Think this is a game. I mean, it is, but it ain't. All right. Shut up. Um, <laughs> Oh, the thought of that is funny. It's the fact that <laughs> just like gatekeepers, 
video game gatekeepers like uh <laughs> huh, huh, oh you play oh you're playing dragon's dogma why aren't you why aren't you getting on a vpn to play dragon's dogma online huh huh oh you can't you can't like not figure out japanese or learn japanese huh, huh. you're not a gamer <laughs> It's horrible. Uh, what have I created? I don't know. Anyway, um, moving on. Well, let's see. So, everyone, um, <laughs> uh, likens and gentlemen, <laughs> Resident Evil. Uh, that was a that was a funny part in Resident Evil, but uh, that trailer they re- they revealed. But <sighs> it's happy to say uh, that Dino Crisis is back. Dino Crisis is back in musical form on Steam. <laughs> uh, so I mean, it's better than nothing. At least it shows that Capcom is acknowledging their IP now. So for those that don't know, Dino Crisis is. Uh, Resident Evil, uh, I guess I hate to, I mean, it is a Resident Evil clone, but instead of zombies, get this dinosaurs, dinosaurs. (laughs) So, um, I, I played through one and two. I think I have them on my YouTube channel, but, um, they were pretty fun. I definitely, I, I feel like I liked two more. I think I liked the arcadey feel of two more than the, I guess, survival horror of one, but I think both could work either way. Um, maybe they might, if we ever get another one, they might have a better synergy, maybe a more unique identity. Um, but either way, you know, Hey, you want to get the original Dino crisis soundtrack, eight bucks on steam. Dino Crisis 2, eight bucks on Steam. My bad, Switch bucks. <laughs> you pay me, you pay me eight bucks, I'll give you, I'll give you uh, eight Switch, Switch bucks. They're, they're worth more. They're worth triple the, triple the value. So, um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> hearts out to a uh, jaw muncher who's uh, pretty much one of the most infamous people associated or the most infamous um, promoter of bringing Dino Crisis back <laughs> in a thread. Uh, somebody just straight trolled him like Dino Crisis one and two is on Steam. It's like, wait, what? Uh, but it's uh, oh, it's a soundtrack. Oh, I was just a soundtrack. <laughs> so, you know, with that in mind, I think they also added a couple of other other music soundtracks from other games like uh, Onimusha, Dino, I mean, of course, Dino Crisis, Onimusha, um, it was some other IPs, I believe, that are also very uh, dormant at the moment that we haven't heard. Devil May Cry 5, Okami, um, just to name a few, so there you go. Dino Crisis is still alive. Dino Crisis is not dead yet. Thank, thank somebody. I don't thank you, Capcom, I guess for (laughs) kind of partially, you know, I don't know, not somewhat appeasing us, I guess. Like, feel like, feel like this is like, uh, here, here, damn, 
<laughs> kept going here damn fuck damn. so uh moving on dino crisis is back um i'm having too much fun so uh power rangers battle for the grid um we uh got got a couple interesting trailers well i guess really one um that gave us confirmation that we now have ryu ranger and chun li ranger yes yes uh actually ryu is referred to as the crimson hawk ranger chun li is referred to as the blue phoenix ranger like it's mandatory. I just I'm just curious myself. Crimson Hawk Ranger. Blue Phoenix Ranger. Um so uh at least they only showed Ryu. Um they showed him he was doing some pretty sick combos. It seems like it's his moveset is primarily from Marvel versus Capcom, nothing necessarily new or drastic but either way it's pretty cool that there is a crossover for power rangers game that includes them but i think they were also at least initially like a year or two ago included in the it was a mobile game for power rangers that i think this whole (laughs) cool like street fighter power ranger lore is introduced so you know ryu got like a got got the power ranger fit you know, with the, with the, um, the gold chest plate, like the, like the green Ranger, uh, but he got, but he got the, he got the bandana out though. He got the, he got the, um, you know, he got the bandana, he got it flowing in the wind and then he got a signature, uh, gloves where, you know, they, um, you know, but, but they're like power Rangers gloves. So he, you know, he got, he got like the, he got the wording on it, on his gloves, but it's like power Rangers though. So, <laughs> it's great. You have to see it. You just have to see it. I'm trying to describe it for audio only people, but you just have to see it. Um, his combos were looking pretty tight though. It kind of makes me want to go back into playing, um, power Rangers battle for the grid again. So, uh, I think they also are releasing this, Well, they're coming out May 25th. But um, they're also releasing another edition of Power Rangers where it's like, I don't know, I forgot what it's called. Power Rangers uh, Battle for... for <laughs> I was going to say something ignorant. <laughs> Power Rangers Battle for... Uh, uh, let me, let me, let me... <laughs> Power Rangers Battle for the Booty. I'm sorry. Okay. I, I'm sorry I had to get out of my system. All right. Okay. Seriously, though. Uh, Power Rangers Battle for the Grid Super, Super Edition will be the May 25th release that I'll have the, the will come with all the DLC, the previously released DLC characters, as well as the um, Ryu and Chun-Li Rangers, um, a.k.a. the Crimson Hawk Ranger, Blue Phoenix Ranger. So they look pretty cool, though. This is uh, this is a crossover I never knew I wanted, but I actually do now after seeing it in practice. So, hey, play you some um, Power Rangers. I'm curious if this will be added to Game Pass. Well, no, I think for Game Pass, the Game Pass versions, which was the one I played, I think you 
I don't think the character, the DLC characters are playable. I think you have to buy them, which is like at that point, you might as well just buy the whole game. So nonetheless, hey, it's great. This is great. I love it. I love it. Um, Yeah, I think that concludes all the news for the week. Now, let's get into uh, what I've been playing. I'm doing, I'm very proud of myself for <laughs> maintaining the these time codes. Um, but uh, yeah, so what I've been playing, uh, that, that good old Monster Hunter Rise, um, I feel like I'm at a point where I'm, I feel like I'm pretty much, I've reached the end of the game where I'm feel like I'm satisfied where I'm like, I'm, I'm, uh, I, I could just wait for like DLC now. Cause I mean, uh, I've, I've gotten one of the best hunting horns in the game. So I'm pretty, pretty, um, satisfied with that. Uh, the, the one hunting horn and, uh, like Gaijin Hunter was, uh, posting a, a video about where it has like health regeneration, large, or no, just health regeneration, uh, health large, and what else? Well, something else. Oh, uh, earplugs large, which is insane. Uh, which at least uh, after playing in practice, it is a damn game changer. Let me tell you. Um, so yeah, I've got that. I feel like I've gotten the best armor for the most part, the best sets. I guess at this point, really the end game is more or less the uh, charms and trying to farm for charms, farm for charms. Um, but I feel like I've, I'm satisfied. I don't know how to describe it. I don't know. I feel like everybody else is in the mindset of like, I want to get the most ridiculous ideal spec possible, but I'm like, I got me my switch X. I got me a, uh, my ideal long sword, my ideal hunting horn without with as a base damage, not necessarily, um, not necessarily, uh, uh, elemental damage or getting into that yet. Uh, maybe at some point, but I don't know. I feel like I've roughly put, uh, a hundred, 110 hours so far. Um, which is generally, pretty much the point where I fall off from, from Monster Hunter games is when I've, you know, uh, around that mark for the most part is when I fall off or like if anybody else wants to play, I generally hop back in and start playing. But I don't know at this point, I feel like I've pretty satisfied, uh, for letting it go until, uh, some of the DLC comes out, which is, I think Camellios comes out the end of this, the end of this month. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I'm, I am satiated. I've, I've monster hunter rise has satiated my hunger for hunting monsters. But if I want to hunt more monsters, I'll come back to it. But yeah. So, and then, uh, to replace that, uh, you already know, <laughs> uh, you try to get back out, but they keep really you back in, uh, modern warfare. I have gotten back into it and it is fantastic and great. Um, there was one, there is one issue. I think that's, um, uh, affecting a lot of people though, which is super annoying as hell. Um, so I, th 
I forgot when it came out, but there was a, there was an update that, um, there was some update where, um, infinity ward or Raven, I forgot who, but they basically, um, um, compacted the, uh, file sizes more. Uh, but in turn, they made everything confusing now. So it's like, at least beforehand in terms of the map packs or map, I think they call it multiplayer packs. It's about to get real complicated. I'm going to try my best, but there's like the base game and then the multiplayer packs and data packs and whatever. So at least beforehand, you know, you needed all of that to play multiplayer and, and whatnot. But now they changed it where you don't need, uh, you don't need the first multiplayer pack or the third one, but you need the second one. But the second one is pretty much identical to each other. So one is they're both the same name, but one is bigger than the other one. And that's, I guess, supposedly supposed to, um, basically overall cut down the size, but it just creates this whole confusion of files and, and, um, whatnot, which I had a issue with. So like I'd be playing the game like fine for like an hour or two, but then when, once you match into a map that isn't on, um, that pack more or less, or that was on a pack that's not referenced anymore, it would instantly crash the game. And then basically it'd give you this error 6034, I believe map pack, not referenced or something like that. So then that caused a whole damn rabbit hole of troubleshooting in terms of trying to figure out the, um, the, uh, how to get the game to play <laughs> all the maps that was <laughs> included in the game. So, uh, just thinking about it makes me irritated, but having to, uh, yeah. So you had to figure out the cadence of all the files you needed to download to actually play it. And then, you know, after finally figuring it out, like you just needed the multiplayer and spec outs pack. And then just the multiplayer map pack, multiplayer map pack, multiplayer pack two. And then that was it. And I'm like, well, that's just annoying. Like you, it, I feel like it could have been some better way to handle this overall, but I don't know. Maybe there wasn't, maybe it was just Xbox specifically. I don't know. Maybe PlayStation handled it better. I'd assume PC definitely handled it, was able to handle it way better, but super annoying, man, irritating to the core, but figured it out. I can now play call of duty, modern warfare in peace. So, um, I also at least try playing, <laughs> Uh, it's, it's kind of sad at this point, but like I keep trying to play black ops, but it's like every time I play, I'm just, I, I always get irritated because of like, I don't know how to describe it. It just does not feel, feel good to play. If that makes sense. Um, and maybe it's just modern warfare spoiled me to like, you know what we could have. So I don't know. I don't know anymore. I'll keep trying whenever <laughs> I keep trying. I, do, I, I want to like you so much, but I can't. So 
it's like I keep I keep I keep I keep trying, but it just never works out, you know. Every <laughs> that feels horrible. It's like I'm describing a girlfriend or something that you <laughs> you want to keep liking, but it just never works out. Uh, that is horrible. That is like horrible and deep on on like levels unknown. Um, but I digress. <laughs> Also, I was playing a good session of Gears Five because Modern Warfare was 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 acting up. So I, I started playing a good amount of that. Uh, I played a dabbled a little bit in the ranked, but at least the time I was playing, it wasn't really many people on. So I was like, ah, let me just play some uh, play some quick play. I was having a wonderful time. Gears Five is great uh, multiplayer specifically is great. If you haven't messed with it, I definitely recommend it, especially now. Um, I think it's at the, in its best shape. It's been in its, uh, lifespan so far, which you hope that's the case for most stuff, but you know, um, also (laughs) with, uh, all the metal gear or not metal gear, but PlayStation kerfuffles with, uh, the PSN store, which I was checking up on and trying to check on some games that maybe I missed out on or haven't, uh, gotten it at least now with the the news about the patches got me paranoid i was like ah crap let me try to start patching some of these games before you know they go offline uh but then that all eventually got me to start playing some metal gear online too which uh man that game is fun it's great uh uh it's so good it's so good but for those that don't know in terms of metal gear online 2 uh, the servers, official servers got set down 2009 ish. Uh, but some fans came back in 2017, I believe, and got it up. It's a very convoluted, uh, well, mm, not convoluted, but difficult way to, uh, get it back. Or basically you have to wipe your whole PlayStation three and basically back up a, um, uh, a file, which essentially lets you, um, fool the PlayStation three into re-downloading that well no you you have to have a disc um uh a disc of like the launch metal gear uh solid four i think yeah launch a launch disc or somewhere around the launch there's certain discs after that uh don't include metal gear online that you can't use with this trick but either way more or less in that track eventually uh got it set up and going and uh man it is so damn good to uh be able to play metal gear online too again it's definitely one of my top favorite online games of all time and along with that an outbreak uh i am a happy 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 camper in terms of uh just being able to go back to some of those fun as hell multiplayer games so but yeah, playing uh playing a couple good matches in, and uh, yeah, just the, just the corniness, the the uh, <laughs> the the dialogue. Oh, oh hell, I think I got the runs again. <laughs> just saying ignorant stuff. Uh, it's a good time, man. Uh, if you uh if you're willing to go through the work, uh, I think it's definitely worth it. Get you a. PS3 online from eBay. I think what they're roughly the price around $90. Do some, a little bit of research, get you up and running, man. You know, it's a, it's a good time. It's a good time. 
Um, but yeah, play a little bit of that. Then recently, um, R.E. verse, man, the, 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 the communication of this beta was like very, just all over the place. It feels like, uh, like supposedly this beta was supposed to be up last weekend, but then there were some technical issues they ran into. And then they said, Oh, we're shutting down, but they never said they were going to bring it back up or gave us a timeline. And then they said, Oh yeah, we're up now, but only for six hours. And then they weren't, uh, at least on their Twitter, they weren't really like, um, specific in terms of what that meant. Like, so is it up now or is it up six hours from now? (laughs) So it was very, very poor communication in that respect. But, um, so now they said, uh, Oh yep. So, um, the reverse beta is going to be up for, uh, up until this Saturday, I think <laughs> something like that. I don't know. And just, just my, my, my taste was soured <laughs> after that whole scenario. But, um, oh man. Um, yeah. So either way I got, I got to play a good amount in last night and, um, I have to say, it is, it is, it, uh, how do I even describe it? It's fun. <laughs> and I say that questionably, but it just has too many issues to be like consistently enjoyable. It feels like, at least from what I played, it feels like a game where I play like for three hours and feel like, okay, I've had my feel and never, never touch it again maybe here or there occasionally, but if maybe they like update or whatnot, but here's some of the issues I have with it. Um, the biggest, I think the biggest issue overall is just the, the, uh, the stun animations where it's like, it feels like it's a lot of unfairness in terms of like, you could be getting stunned multiple times and you don't have any way to get out of, uh, your stun state where like basically you're, you could be getting lit up and you cannot react or counter or anything like that. It just, it just is, feels very one dimensional where it's like if the first person sees you and shoots you and then God forbid, if somebody else tags in or starts, uh, buddying and up on you, double teaming you, it's over. And then you, you die and you turn into this monster or whatever monster. It depends on how many health, uh, virus files you got. And then that is, that is cool, but it's like, it's just no longevity to it. If that makes sense. I don't know. It just, I mean, first and foremost, just like this shouldn't even exist to be honest. It's like Resident Evil should stick to his strengths, which is multiplayer. I mean, co-op multiplayer, which is the biggest example for that is Resident Evil Outbreak which is what it should, it should have stuck to, um, which is, it, it's frustrating for somebody that's a huge fan of that. And of course, I know there's a lot of other fans of that game, but every time, it, it, every time they release a multiplayer game, a multiplayer versus game, it's just, it, it's like, why are you not doing Resident Evil Outbreak? One of the, one of the, 
best multiplayer games they've ever made that I think has been re- well received, at least for the first one from a critical and a commercial standpoint. I know of course the second one didn't do, do so hot, but that still shouldn't take away from what actually worked with the first one. So, um, but yeah, just, uh, I know I went on a tangent, but still it's like, that's still, that's in general, the issue with this is that they keep not listening to fans in terms of wanting a legitimate co-op, um, story focused resident evil experience (laughs) game, you know, which is, it's, it's gotta happen one day. I know at some point it's going to happen, but still it's just, it is, it is frustrating that, uh, they're, it feels like they're not listening to us. It's like nobody, literally nobody asks for this. Nobody asks for this, but yet we have it. <laughs> uh, you can have here. You want it, right? Just take it. No, I don't, I don't really want it. So it's fun. I had a couple, couple cool games. I, I, I think I shared a highlight on Twitter about, uh, <laughs> it was funny, uh, mirror match <laughs> with, uh, Ada Wong. I was Ada. I was playing Ada and somebody else was playing Ada. <laughs> it's funny. Like we had the same mentality of the character where we like, <laughs> we were close to each other. We both at literally at the same time when we could did a, did a backflip cartwheel to that's one of their attacks and <laughs> we both loved it. And, uh, yeah, just stuff like that is fun. But in terms of longevity, I don't see myself playing this like any more than like a couple days where I just be bored and just stop playing. So unless they fix some of those issues with the stun locks and stuff, it may be decent, but it's like a part of me just doesn't want to enable this game knowing that we could and should have outbreak over this. But you know, I digress. I said the same thing about resistance, um, which was again, okay, but not really that great. I lost interest after what a a day or two. So (sighs) Capcom may listen to us one day. Hopefully, hopefully outside of that, that's pretty much all I've been playing. Um, now let's get into, uh, what I've been watching. Um, yeah. So, uh, Falcon and the winter soldier. Um, man. Yeah. This episode is pretty damn good. I have to say. So you, um, a lot of, a lot of stuff popped off <laughs> this episode. Um, so you had, um, uh, what we had, uh, what great value Captain America, <laughs> John Walker, uh, you know, uh, well, wait, let me recap some of the bigger highlights. I'm trying to recall. Oh yeah. So the least it started off with the really dope moment where it had, um, Bucky, AKA winter soldier. Um, they showed, uh, basically, um, what do you call it? Not a snapback, a flashback to uh, him and Wakanda as the white wolf and basically showed how he got um, detrained or de 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 um, de brainwashed from his like um, protocol commands that tell him to kill people as the winter soldier or the evil winter soldier. Um, 
which is, yeah, it was a very powerful scene moment. You know, you got Bucky crying like, he doesn't have control over me anymore. They don't have control over me anymore. Um, and then who boy, this is like, <laughs> this is like the humble, humble, uh, John Walker's ass episode really. But, uh, they did show the flag smashers, uh, the, the, they actually, um, they actually caught up with them. And, uh, thanks to Baron Zemo who, uh, who's giving them Turkish delights out, that was the one thing about Turkish delights, like reading it. Uh, I remember, I vividly remember the lion, the witch in her wardrobe and you know, they, they kept talking all about Turkish delights. And I was like looking at it in person. I was like, those don't look good. I don't think I've technically had a Turkish delight, but it, they don't seem like what they hyped up to be, but, but I digress. Um, so, uh, basically, Zemo, uh, you know, uh, bribed, uh, the kids, the, with the Turkish delights to find that the lady, I think she was technically the head of the, I think she's what essentially started the flag smashers basically. And, you know, she passed away, I think the last episode and they were at her funeral and, uh, basically, um, they caught up to her and then Sam, they, you know, tried to talk it out, negotiate. And then what do you know? Freaking John Walker, great value Captain America, uh, want to ruin everything. And then now she ran away. They almost, it felt like they were coming to some agreement. Um, and then this, this, this great value motherfucker <laughs> ruin, ruining everything. And ugh, then, uh, uh, Zemo went off the cuff, started shooting her too. And then, uh, he found the vials. I forgot about that. They had a scene where they picked up the vials of the, uh, super soldier serum serum. And, uh, they destroyed, uh, Zemo saw it on the floor. She accidentally dropped it, ran away from him. He saw it and then he immediately destroyed it all. Uh, so, so we thought, uh, then John Walker came and found the, uh, Spoilers, by the way, I forgot to, sorry, I forgot to say that, but came, um, came and saw the last vial, uh, picked it up. Nobody saw. And then, uh, pretty much after that, you know, he had a talk with Battlestar about like, uh, what would you, would you, if you had the opportunity to take the super serum, uh, super soldier serum, would you take it? He's like, hell yeah, I would. You know, it was like, uh, I forgot he said something about that, but more, more or less he said that. And, um, then, uh, what's her name? Uh, the head flag smasher. I forgot her name, but she called Sam's, uh, sister saying, Hey, I want to tell, let him know. I want to meet him. And it's like, Oh, what you going to call my sister? You going to make this personal. We can make this personal. Then, uh, basically they, him and Bucky, <laughs> cause she told him to not meet up. And then they did. And then, Little, little did he know there was all a ruse to, um, isolate them to, uh, uh, I guess, take out John Walker and Battlestar and then pretty much come to find out. Um, well, we did find out that John Walker took the serum cause he was bending pipes and, uh, breaking walls and breaking what, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, ceramics, ceramic toilet bowls and, <laughs> um, uh, but after that, 
uh, they had like a whole scene where they uh, actually captured Battlestar and they uh, he Battlestar actually got free. But then what's her name? She uh, <laughs> she punched the shit out of Battlestar. <laughs> it's, just, it's not funny, but it is in my head. Um, <laughs> you punched the she punched the guts out of that dude. <laughs> I think that was partially the why, but spoilers, spoilers. He he uh he did he did die uh after that. Well, he got punched into a pillar where it's it's at least assumed that his back got just fucked up and he died because of that. Um, because he wasn't he wasn't waking up and then um. That that just that just blew uh John Walker just went off. <laughs> and then uh pretty much what led to the probably the most when I say iconic, uh yeah, I think for a lot of reasons, iconic moment in uh the series at least, uh showing John Walker literally killing somebody with the captain's shield. Um and then it was like, it was kind of crazy, like for Disney, <laughs> for something with Disney. Uh, and I mean, Marvel in general, which hasn't necessarily shown explicit violence um, to show like blood on a shield and like the blood on the dude's hands. And it, it seems very ambiguous how he died. It, it, it seems like the logical reason would be just that he decapitated the dude with the shield, but in some scenes, it doesn't seem like that, but I, in my head, canon, it seems like that's what happened. He decapitated the dude. And it's crazy, too, that like that exact guy that got killed by by uh, Captain America, well, great value Captain America, um, was a dude that looked up to Captain America, which is like, that is some messed up irony, man. It's like, <laughs> again, uh, don't meet your heroes because <laughs> they might decapitate you with their shield. So, you know, but all in all, yeah, that was a pretty damn good episode. I mean, I keep giving uh John Walker a lot of flack, but the actor for it that plays him, he's, he actually does a pretty good job of, you know, playing that role of a, of a, of a guy who's like under a lot of pressure to try to live up to the mantle of somebody. So like iconic, um, it's, it's, it's relatable to an extent, but I mean, not my captain America, you know, right? Not my captain America. <laughs> uh, so can't wait for episode five. I think we got two more episodes left. Um, so, uh, Oh, it's going, it's about to get juicy. Will we see the power broker? We see uh, who else? It was somebody else. I'm trying to recall. Uh, it was some mystery they they presented that like wanted to know. I think they said there was some big cameo or something that they were talking about. So I wonder if that it, that could be a lot of people actually. But nonetheless, um, also Invincible. Man, uh, oh yeah, this was a pretty good episode actually. Yeah, cause uh, oh. Well, spoilers for Invincible, but um, just just to try to highlight as much as I can. Um, at least, uh, whew, yeah, it was some interesting stuff. Well, basically, it seems this episode took the like had a theme of like 
a good person going bad and a bad person going good, at least uh, where they showed, I forgot his name, the guy that can um, reinforce himself in I got what I assume is rock. Um, and he actually ends up reaching out to Invincible to try to help him with something to take over his boss. Um, <laughs> but basically, long story short, uh, little do we know that actually that was his master plan was to have him get taken over so he can actually take his mantle as the head honcho of the uh, crime syndicate. But in terms of that, he ended up uh, enlisting some people from where else, like outer space or something. Uh, he had some technology. It was this weird techno dude, robot guy that could, <laughs> whenever he talked, he'd occasionally go into audio t- auto tune. He's like, Hey, how's it going? <laughs> I love how I can actually like literally I have auto tune on this. This is pretty awesome. But yeah, it was, it was like that. So he, he's like, I guess super rich and he somehow could <laughs> trans, uh, transfer people from that realm. And basically he did so and, uh, <laughs> enlisted this one dude, I, his name battle beast, I believe beat invincible's ass. And I was like, Oh, I guess he, ain't <laughs> he beat his ass. And then I was like, man, well, I guess, <laughs> guess he's not that invincible. Huh? But, um, uh, yeah, there was a lot of stuff happening in the episode, but I want to take too much from it, but who, it was a lot of development for sure. But man, that was a pretty good episode. Invincible. He got, he got, he got a big ass dose of that humble pie. Let me tell you, you got a big hearty dose of humble pie with a little bit of that extra whipped cream and some inner cherry on top. <laughs> um, curious to definitely see what this next episode is going to be. I hear it uh, dropped already. So be on lookout for, uh, re- <laughs> I guess my retelling of it, which I, I, I guess I want to preface this. I'm probably not the best in terms of, you know, recapping a story. I only just try to tell what really stood out to me and, you know, give you a general gist, but obviously I won't do a whole episode justice just to, just to put that out there. Um, yeah, with all that being said, that will conclude episode 100 switches sites podcast. Um, uh, definitely like to thank any and everybody that either listen, watched all of the above drop by while I'm live, uh, provide any, um, feedback, whatever, uh, greatly appreciated. Uh, thank you all definitely appreciate any support in any way. Um, with this uh, show, um, hundred episodes, it's kind of crazy. It hasn't sunk in yet that I've, uh, I've actually, I've actually done it. That's kind of weird to uh, kind of um, put in perspective that like I've actually legitimately recorded a hundred episodes of this podcast. And that's, <laughs> it's kind of starting to hit now, which is kind of, kind of crazy, but I'm definitely glad as it's been an achievement I've been wanting to uh, accomplish for a long time now. And uh, definitely thankful, grateful to have attained this milestone, if you will. Uh, but I'm not stopping though. I'm not stopping. These episodes going to keep coming. 
they're gonna keep coming um so yeah man <laughs> it's starting to sink in now it's crazy but yeah again thank you everybody uh appreciate you all for listening in um watching whatever it's greatly appreciated so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna cry I'm not gonna cry get emotional that's I'm not gonna do it it's just I've I've worked very hard and uh you know <laughs> I'm not crying I'm, I'm I'm joking but um yeah so whew good stuff man 100 episodes it's crazy I'm 100 episodes sorry just wanna just want to revel in in this achievement of mine that I've it's few and far between so um but yeah guys till next time episode 101 um yeah um yeah till next time y'all um <laughs> don't cough <laughs> don't touch people that don't want to be touched get your game on oh yeah Yeah. Nobody's safe.